<laughs> Goat League Assemble. We are back. Uh, it is uh, Goat League Podcast uh, with me and, of course, uh, Charles. How we doing this week, man? I'm doing fantastic. It felt weird doing waiver pickups on a Thursday, waiting to clear Friday, but it's that time of year where we're ready to get weird. Um, a weird week with football being played on a Wednesday afternoon, the, the whole COVID thing, it has just taken the week 13 final week into a whirlwind, and I'm ready to kind of kick off this podcast and see where everybody's going to be uh, heading into intention. Let's get it started. Hell yeah, man. And before we go diving into these scenarios, et cetera, we're, we're going we're gonna to just BS for a little bit like we always do. I um, feel like that's pretty much why everybody tunes in anyway. Yeah, um, exactly. After, <laughs> after the first 15 minutes, nobody cares. Let's be honest. No one gives a shit about our analysis. Nah, no, not at all. <laughs> but, um, you know, we mentioned the games being pushed Wednesday because um, of the COVID situation. Um, obviously, you haven't got any kind of test back, I don't think. But I know you've been you've been a little sick. And, and Charles, you know, you've known me for years. Like, I don't get sick very often. So when I do get sick, I am – I go straight to like death mode. Like it, it, it's, it's, um, I've been locked in a room for the past three days. Sunday, I started feeling a little like off. And so I was like, man, something, something's just not right. And I, and Monday, I wake up and I got a 103 degree temperature, um, yeah. trouble breathing, head is killing me. But, uh, I, I, Put on a bunch of sweats, got got over a uh, got wrapped in some blankets and sweated it out. And yesterday, uh, excuse me, day before yesterday, uh, felt gr- felt decent. Yesterday felt better. Today I feel pretty much, other than being stopped up like um, like a normal December day, uh, I feel pretty much fine. I'm just kind of waiting waiting on test results but who would have thought you know the covid it gets everybody we're pushing through it as two guys that have had covid or we don't know for you yet but it sounds like pretty strong indications um and we're gonna bring on a, a covid brother of ours as one of our guests as a foreshadowing i don't even know if if anybody knows <laughs> that he's had it because that really come up but um but we're going to, we're going to, we'll get there. Um, so as we start out our week, you know, I know you've been hanging out around the house. You, you got to have some bachelorette talk for us. It, Charles, this, this past weekend on Tuesday, or this past episode, Tuesday night was incredible. Um, Bennett, and Noah, their rivalry continues. Uh, they kind of jab at each other, you know, Bennett's the, the Harvard grad and telling Tasia, Hey, I've got this. And, we could go to this house in New York and then we'll go to our beach in Florida and then we'll head up to our mountain home. And, and, you know, I have all these amenities for you. And, and Noah's kind of like, he's like a guy's guy. He's kind of like us uh, in the goat league. You know, he, he rocks a mustache um, kind of always messing around, you know, joking around. And um, they got a kind of a little rivalry here. And Tasia basically said, look, it, it, this is about me, you know. This is not about y'all two. Um, so, you know, you, either y'all get it together, or it's, it's going to be over. Um, but uh, she got to the bottom of it, and uh, it was a great episode. Sad, sad part of the episode was um, the football. The football player he got kicked off. Uh, while while he was on a one on one date, I don't know why his Damn. I don't know why his mind my, I don't know why his name is is coming to a uh, I can't think of his name right now D not D Ray not Davis 
Damn, what's his name? Easy. I don't know why I was thinking D. Easy uh, was his name on the show. Easy. He's a former football player, uh, agent, and uh, he basically laid it all on the line for Tasia. And Tasia was like, I appreciate that, but we're not on the same page. Bye. Damn. Just well, it had, you had to go ahead and uh, get that out of the way. Charles, what's fucked up about the whole show is like when that happens, you know, when you don't get the rose, it's, you know, it's usually during the ceremony and stuff like that. But when you have those rare occurrences, like what happened to Easy, um, they had to go pack his stuff up for him. He didn't even get the, he didn't even get to get back in the house. He just got in the car, got drove off. <laughs> I felt bad for the dude. That's like, that's like the role that Barstool Trent played on The Bachelor. Yeah. Whenever he had to wheel that girl's bags out or something. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I felt bad. I felt bad so for fun. Easy. It was tough. Yeah. Hey, she wasn't for him. <laughs> That's all. It, it, it's just expedited now. Apparently, you know, if you go like read the blogs and stuff, uh, a couple people said that Easy had like a pending sexual assault case that. They didn't know while doing a background check before the show, which I always find that weird. Yeah, how did you not? Yeah, I know. How do we bring this guy on national television and not know any everything about him? You know yeah. what I mean? That, something's fishy. So hopefully it's not it's not real it's not a real case, and because the guy seems just like an awesome guy, he's probably like the coolest guy, nicest guy there. Um, just you hate to see it, you know. Nice guys finish last, especially in Hollywood. Yep, <laughs> he needed a little uh, bit more edge to him. Yeah, you got to. Well, I know, not, um, you know, kind of riffing off that um, in Hollywood. None of these girls that we're talking about are dudes, uh, are virgins. But I've been watching the show called Virgin River, and uh, I, I've mentioned it, and. It, it's uh, I'm into season two now, pretty deep into it on Netflix, and it's really good. It's um it's supposed to be in this remote in northern California town, and uh, it's it's actually filmed in like British Columbia slash Vancouver. It's beautiful scenery. Um, but there's this guy Tim, uh, his the actor's name's Tim Matheson, and it always reminds me of uh, that part in Pineapple Express, Matheson, <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why, but same thing always when we talk about Alexander Madison. Jordan and I have mentioned it. It's just like Alexander Madison. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. I actually it's, saw Virgin yeah. River on a uh, on a on a on a hinge date um, a couple weeks ago. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Um, didn't see much of it, but I do. The, the scenery was lovely. If you if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah a lot of good good scenery. Um, nice mountains. Well. Yeah, yeah, those peaks, they're, they're nice. And the valleys, whew. Um, but the, you know, it's a pretty good show. I think it's got like a seven-something on IMDb, seven-five looks like. So, um, you know, it's worth a watch for sure. Um, but well, I digress. We should Wait, probably get into Have you seen The Undoing? Oh, uh, no. Um, that's good. That's good that you brought that up. Um, Kaylee's been wanting to watch it. We just haven't had... Like, we don't have access to HBO at this point because can't really remember our password <laughs> um, slash whatever we were using. So, but no, I've heard good things, though. You know, like, it kind of pisses me off at the end, but at the same time, like, no spoilers. It was entertaining for six episodes. So, I, I would say it's, like, it's worth the watch because it's just going to be one season, kind of like the night of, you know? Uh, that was a good, that was a good yeah. you know that was a good show and, and the ending kind of pissed me off on that too so um, but yeah that was, that was tough overall ending. it was still a good you know good show and and uh, it doesn't compare to like True Detective but it's uh it's definitely worth a watch and it got some just some phenomenal actors in it you know Hugh uh, Hugh Grant and and Nicole Kidman are just you know a list when it comes to uh, doing acting and, and uh, it's, it's, it's a good show. Yeah. 
Well, I'm definitely going to check it out. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Um, just got to kind of figure out how we're going to do that. Um, but I uh, also, talking television-wise, we won't talk shows, but just kind of there, there was a few games on this weekend. We always kind of talk about some college football. Um, first one was Friday after Thanksgiving. We had UNC versus Notre Dame. Uh, felt good going into it. Felt good at the beginning of it. But, man, I mean, I don't know what your takeaway was. and But, you know, what I noticed from the beginning was Notre Dame's line on both sides just demolished us. Like, we had no time to throw. They had all day. And they just beat our ass. I mean, I know not really, I'm not but. a big fan of the quarterback for Notre Dame. I think that he is a product of the rest of the team. But, you know, with that being, st- with that being said, they're a good football team. Obviously, they're number two in the country. I don't think they're better than Clemson. Um, no, and they're not. Well, with with uh, Lawrence, they're not. Nine guys being out, you know, during that game for, for other, you know, their their defense is a lot better than it was when they played Notre Dame. Um, yeah. But, you know, with Carolina, the, the defensive backs are so young and, and you could see that with Grimes, like the, the Tony Grimes kid, best best defensive player in the country in the class of twenty twenty, in the class of twenty twenty one. Excuse me, class twenty twenty one. He's supposed to be a, a senior in high school right now, and he's and he's wow. starting against the number two team in the country, and uh, you know, for a team that was nineteenth in the country, so. You know, you know, it is. It's, it's. I saw a lot of silver linings from Carolina, and I think with the team they have, um, silver lining is a good thing because they're if they're going to be the the second best team in the ACC next year. I think that's pretty evident. I would uh, agree. I would definitely agree. They got a lot of talent. Me. Like you said, just got a lot of youth or. Not they don't have a lot of experience. They're lacking some experience. Exactly. So, um, did you speaking of North Carolina sports? Did you by chance see the end of the NC State Syracuse game? Crazy. Uh, bonehead play. It was hilarious. bonehead play. Uh, that's how you get put on. Come on, <laughs> man. Come on, man. Yeah, he spiked it on fourth down. For anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about. Um. And, uh, NC State, like and, I know, last week was their Super Bowl because they got to play a team like Liberty that was undefeated, um, and they they kept it going. You know, they won two in a row. So I'm I'm happy for the Wolfpack and they're they're faithful. Yeah, yeah, it was a good game. Um, and then we were supposed to have we we're supposed to have Liberty and Coastal play this weekend, and you've highlighted that a few weeks ago. But it really seems like uh, Coastal's about to have some Mormons to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> My buddy, you know, I, I, my buddy, uh, he's he's the director of recruiting at at um, Coastal, and you know, I went up there a couple weeks ago and got to see him play against App State. Great game, and he was telling me yesterday that basically they find out from ESPN and that and their administrators like, hey, Liberty's not going to play. This is who you're going to play. Because you're on game day, and I was just like, I was like, hey yeah. man, that's how it goes when when uh, when ESPN gets involved. You know, they it's all about money, so they're gonna have a they're gonna have a tough one. Um, they they might be getting their first loss of the season. Uh, I'm definitely gonna be tuning in. It's gonna be a good one though, but you, you gotta love it. Game day in Conway, right right near you know right off 17, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You, you gotta love it. You got the, you got the surf turf. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun one regardless. Yeah, if we can get some Mormons and some mullets that way, then the mission accomplished. That's uh that's a melting that's melting pot right there. Um, T-shirt. But before we get into before we get into. Uh, into our interview uh, who we're going to have on today um let's go ahead and hit a little recap little studs and duds and then you know hit some just basic standings um with i'll go ahead and start my studs um 
Mooney had a, a great week, clinched the playoff berth, and he had to have. Um, Allen Robinson stole the show, had two touchdowns. Big week. Um, and then even though yeah. – yeah. Even though Tyreek Hill's team, a.k.a. Craven, lost, um, you know, last time a receiver went that nuts in a fantasy game that I could find was Jerry Rice, October 14th, 1990, 225 yards, 13 catches, same as Tyreek, and five touchdowns. So he was an absolute stud in, like, standard. Even He even had, like, 50-some points in standard scoring. So that was crazy. Um, how about your studs? Uh, this this may sound a little uh, conceited, but I'm going to say myself. Uh, five game losing streak is officially over. I, I you know, without the without this losing streak, I'm probably in the playoffs. But you know, I, it's it's my own fault. Uh, five game losing streak over, but I'm still in the hunt. So if if the cards align this week and the right things happen, I do have a chance to sneak into that final six playoff spot, uh, which is big news. So uh, shout out Derrick Henry. And also my other stud this week was uh, Metcalf, DK Metcalf, just because he took the receptions that Lockett would usually get away from, from, from TJ Lockett and, you know, ultimately sealed up the victory for me on, on Monday night. Yeah, and it was a big one, and we were all watching. With yes, breath. Oh, I know. I, I'm the um, villain. Of, I know. So, I'm the. I'm the. I went from the. Uh, you know, I'm the the most hated. So. No, we just we just like seeing. Actually, it's pulling for you to win because then something shakes out this week. You'll be finishing seventh. I, I think. Uh, I think what's his name said it best in the Dark Knight. You know, you either die or be a hero, or live live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Well, um, I'll give my duds real quick, and then I'll let you get into yours. Um, first dud is myself. Um, it, it was an absolute shit show. Um, there's really nothing else that needs to be said. Um, the NFL sucking the Ravens off. That's another dud of mine. Um, seems like they gave them so many more opportunities, and they've given a lot of other teams – um, McKissick for Jordan really hurt him this week and the Browns defense. Um, and then what you got? Uh, COVID's got the best of him and his team. He is now out of playoff contention for the most part. Uh, I feel bad for him because I don't know if you remember the episode where we kind of like halfway pointed, we, you know, we had, I think it was week after week six heading into week seven. Um, and we said Cam's got the toughest road to the playoffs, and he was sitting at the he was sitting at the top of the league. So yeah, that, well, I remember. He's on a four game losing streak right now, uh, and it's it's not looking good. You know, I'm sorry, Cam, but yeah, it's been tough. Also, Derek Carr, Charles, why did you not start Taysom Hill? Yeah, it wouldn't have mattered except for I'd be up on you in points. So I guess it would have, it would have mattered. But my reason is uh, my reason is there Derek Carr is playing the worst pass defense in the league, and Play. yeah, he's put up like twenty four well, points. He did a great recently. job. So. He's fucking sucked. Um, it was a car wreck. <laughs> um, but the. Uh, what I was going to say is Lick, you know, kind of bounced out for him. I mean, he's got the third least points scored in the league. So, yeah. I don't feel too bad. How much uh, – have you drank coffee today? Um, oh, okay. No. No, it's a lie. I have. A little jitter to you. You know, I know it's midday, so it's a, usually a little different for the podcast. But you see – you got a little pep in your step. I like it. I yeah, I just I'm excited to talk to this guest. He's been hell holding. We're like so patiently checking off um, boxes like before, that normally quicker than we usually do. Yeah, I'm just hey, look, if we can keep this thing under an hour this time for the people, uh, I know they would appreciate it. <laughs> um, but in any case, um.
This is the GOAT League. It's only week 12. Lots left. Don't get ahead of yourselves. The road to the ship is long and hard. Yeah, that's what she said. Playoffs come and trim the lard. Lick, my lock of the week, fell to the mighty West End. As Robbie Pop, so did Justin Jefferson. And Kyler Murray, he sure did scurry. But he was a dud and it caused Lick to worry. Rightfully so. As he fell in this match and that last playoff spot, he'll likely not snatch. Mike Evans with a big performance, but it was not enough. He needed enormous. 103, Vic got the best of Mr. Henney. Connor leaving juice alone on the bench made sure Vic's playoff thirst wasn't quenched. Big numbers from Pat, DK, and Mr. Wayne officially gave that sacco to Connor Maine. This is the GOAT League. It's only week 12. Lots left. Don't get ahead of yourselves. The road to the ship is long and hard. Yes, we know that's what she said. Playoffs coming. Don't. Craven was brazen. Bet on himself. Tyreek dancing around like a Keebler elf. <laughs> Allen's Texan combo. And Wednesday afternoon football made Draven's creams of passing Allen fall. Craven worried about his QB play. And rightfully so, as Cam dressed and played like a ho, ho, ho. Allen's Dolphins defense was the key difference maker. Craven stayed the course and benched two balling out players. On Latavius and Hollywood, on Teddy and Schultz, Craven came up short like every shot by Markel Foltz. Rolling with the tide, showing his hide against Chuck, man, it really hurt his pride. Big points from the trio of Adams, AJ, and Diggs. Chuck, Chuck got 27 from seven and had him stinking like a pig. Looking ahead, it looks like Paul is sitting at the top like a star on a Christmas tree, while Chuck's chances of making the playoffs might finally be free. None and Kyle with zero on each side. Slayton and Swift made this an interesting ride. With Carson and Lockett left to finish off, Kyle Carlos Hyde took care of DK performed out Tyler by a mile. All hail King Henry, the people all sang, except for me, your co-commish who was yelling, ah, dang. Kamara fell short with a TE playing QB. Will he ever get back to form? Man, we'll see. Kyle is close to the race as the plot starts to thicken. Imagine where he'd be if you had acquired Joe Mixon. At least hats off to B. Mooney as he stole this win. Better than a movie with George Clooney. Brian won in part to Alan Robb as a flex streamer, and the Browns' D turned out to be some Cleveland steamers. Shit. If D turned, or excuse me, if only Jordan had started David Montgomery, instead he's wanting to boycott week 13 like the buses in Montgomery. Too soon. This is the GOAT League. It's only This is the 12. GOAT League. It's Lots only left. week 12. Don't get ahead of yourselves. <laughs> Don't get ahead of yourselves. The road to the ship is long and hard. Yes, we know what he said. Playoffs coming, trimming <laughs> the lard. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of go through the standings real quick um first tier kind of we'll break it down um we i think i got i got paul weston and vickham in that order on the standings uh, we talked about it earlier but weston weston and vick playing for a bye this week more than likely um second tier we got moonery moonery mooney and nunnery um they're pretty much locked in and then there's jordan kyle and me um in order trying to get in the playoffs there between us three. And then we got Lick, Allen, Craven, and Connor. Connor is locked up Sacco, and because of that, um, we wanted to bring him on today, and he has been waiting patiently. You How know, you doing, gentlemen, appreciate you guys having me on. I, I remember I said uh, said a few weeks ago that, uh, you know, I would be on – I'd be in the playoff push. But uh, instead, I'm, <laughs> instead I'm sitting here eating a, eating a bacon cheeseburger, hold the cheese. And, uh, yeah, man, it's just drowning in my sorrows. It's McDonald's, too, so I'm sure Paul's holding his nose up at me. <laughs> you, 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 you swine. <laughs> how, could, how could you eat that filth? I know. Paul's like, oh, you mean Ruth Chris ain't a burger place? <laughs> hey, Paul, Paul got duped on the McMillions. His, his parents went and bought him, like, Fifty Monopoly tickets one year. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out you got got. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you, Paul. Uh, well, Connor, uh, what's what are you least looking forward to in the uh, sacrifice? You know, uh, I'm not really sure, man. I, I mean, 
I, I got to do the combine, which is which is kind of cool. I've already uh, alerted the strength coaches at UTEP that I will, in fact, need their assistance in setting up some drills. But uh, no, I think uh, you know probably probably the bench press, probably my weakest. Okay. Okay. Five um, rep test. Uh, what's up? Is it two twenty five? Is the rep test? Yeah, I, I I think I can get it maybe two or three times. We'll see. I, I'm gonna say four times for you, Connor. Ooh, okay, that's big. We'll set the we'll set the uh, we'll set the betting lines for the bench press at uh, at three and a half. <laughs> I like it. I was gonna say that. Now I, I gotta I gotta talk to Paul and see if I have to film all of this because I can do that. I mean, that's my element there. Yeah. Yes, okay. the Got you. Yes. We talked about it last pod. Um, we said that you were kinky enough. We knew you oh, had for a sure. pod somewhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, got got all kinds of cameras, GoPros, hidden cameras, you know, hey, whatever you need, brother. We need you to make it to where you convincing us, like, I'm really out here. Oh, no way. doubt, dude. I, I, I will go out there in straight tights. Tights and, and, and no T-shirt. Let's go. Love it. You have to do the exaggerated like form of this, and, and, and for what you're. Oh, I'm about, I'm so gonna be grunting it. on the bench press for no damn reason. <laughs> <laughs> but there still is hope for me oh, to salvage a successful season, and that would be by beating Kyle and making him finish seventh place. And, and Connor, this is I'm, I'm you brought it up before I could, but this is exactly what we we've this is predestined. I'm pretty sure Nostradamus, aka Al Combs himself, predicted this a few weeks ago. <laughs> like you know, this was going to happen. The exact scenario that we're talking about right now, man. I, you know what's crazy too? Like looking back on last week, if I played Jarvis Landry. Obviously, I still lose, but it's my highest-scoring week of the season. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, Vic, Vic's team is just – Vic stopped me twice now. He's on a roll right now. Man, I, I, I will say, I know y'all are going over duds, duds of the week, but uh, Chuck, what's going on, man? <laughs> Everybody has to have their uh... – it's just calmness, right? Yeah, you just gotta get hot at the right storm. time. Yeah, this. Yes, exactly. So, we'll see. I mean, Paul's the only person I can't score a hundred <laughs> or more over. So he he's got some kind of witchcraft on me. I don't know. And they, they got they got voodoo witch doctors in Alabama. Don't kid <laughs> yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's more likely. I think it's the the Bama um, rubbing <laughs> off on him more than anything. <laughs> um well dude what, what are you, what do you think's your biggest advantage this week when trying to complete this Nostradamus cycle oh i'm just going to i'm just going to mush Kyle the whole time he, he's he's my lock of the week <laughs> <laughs> i think he might do the same to you man I, oh his team look, look well, dude, his I, team's great man he's going to just <laughs> There's, oh yeah, I see it coming, man. I, I and and my top point scorer Brady's on a buy, so this could be a tough one for me. You got Brady and Curtis Samuel, who's been hot. I know, and I don't think Duke Johnson has a starting role anymore. So uh, running back could be uh, could be tough this week. Hey, if Kalen Balaj comes no. back for you, no, I'm just kidding. Eckler, that's my boy. Hey, the Falcon, Falcon boy. from Falcon. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> oh man um well shit man it's it's so funny because i know we've mentioned in the past you know you've you've won the damn league before so um you know the mighty have fallen um but you know i'm glad that this particular sacco happened to you if i had to pick somebody just with what you're gonna do with it um i think it'll be fantastic and connor's, re- connor's really the uh he's really the new york giants of our league <laughs> Does that make me the Patriots since he beat me in epic fashion? And multiple to be the Patriots. Man. 
<laughs> I don't want to be the Patriots. So I'm, you, I'm, well, it, I do. The craziest part about this year, too, it wasn't even like I wasn't trying because, like, I got the third most moves and transactions in the league. Just nothing's panned out. I have, as Paul told me the other day, I don't have any star power on my team. And I was like, yeah, Paul, it's because you traded for every single one of them. I'll say this, though, like, at the beginning of the season, I don't think we were saying the same stuff about your no. team. Um, just some years, you just overthink. It. Absolutely, yeah. That was that was how it was this year. And and you know, Paul and Mooney, I play video games with them a lot. And they're just telling me, you know, Jedi mind tricks in my head, and I just contributed to that. Uh, yeah, exactly. The hey, you know, they always want to tell you how your team can be better. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Hey, 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 here's your best. This is out of my best interest for your team. No, motherfucker, you want to win. You ain't giving me best interest. This is what the league wants. Well, speaking of which, we've got we've got Mooney on with us now. What's up, boys? What's up, Mooney? What's up, Mooney? call here. Those are the best. Oh. Oh Connor, no, I'm here. I'm I'm letting giving Mooney his time his time to shine. <laughs> uh, socialism, you know, that's how it works. Sure. <laughs> Thank you, comrade. <laughs> oh man, Mooney, how you feeling about uh I feel good about that. Uh, coming into this week, there was a lot of an air for me uh, waking up and seeing that Allen Robinson scored 23 points for me for me was big time. Uh, outscored all my point six points this or point six points this week, so increased my overall point lead as well. Nice. Yeah, as I've reminded Paul every time I've seen him on COD since then. Yeah, I'm sure y'all have <laughs> talked plenty. Um, and, you know, looking at last week's matchup um, with you playing, uh, you know, that game where Allen Robinson, you know, won you the week, you know, you, obviously that was the last player. It's what you needed. But how about uh, how about the Rams' defense with 15? I mean, and the Browns on the other side. That was big. But take a look at the Browns' uh, record this year. They've been putting up double digits a uh, pretty decent amount. They're, they've been a key, they have. A key they big have. time player for me. So crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Browns had 20 points. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, they've been uh they've been they've been really, really consistent. But um I mean, Mooney, your team, like you just said, you you've not only have you locked up a playoff spot, but there's potential for you to uh to get this hundred dollars. Yeah, I feel pretty confident in the hundred dollars, but I think I have to have a few things break my way to get a championship. But I'm just happy to be in the hunt at this point. Well, it's it's playing with house money though. Once uh, you know, once the playoffs start, if you do win your money, exactly, back, you know what I mean? it'll be a little easier to watch at least. I want my name on the trophy more than anything. That's what I really want. Well, between you, me, Charles, and uh, if Connor's still there, um, I, I, I would like to see a new winner this year. So you are one of four guys that I would like to see potentially win it. Um, you know, anybody but Paul, really. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. You and I have not won it yet, right? So, and you're still in the hunt. Still in the hunt. Yep. You, only people not to win the league out of the 12 is Vic, you, me, Cam, Jordan. Is that West, Charles? Right? Weston. Weston. And Weston. So. Nunnery um, hasn't won it. Yeah. You say Nunnery? Oh, Nunnery, too. Has, has Allen won Craven hasn't won it. Craven. Has Allen won it? Craven. Yeah, Allen didn't. Allen won the inaugural year. Allen won first year, but it's everybody. I mean, it's like eight people that haven't won it. Yeah. So, so using your advanced saber metrics, there, I think it's two thirds of the team. Two thirds of the team haven't won it. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was looking back at the history, yeah, actually. The first season, I came in third. The next season, I came in fifth. The next season, I came in fourth. Last season, I missed the playoffs. So, I'm hoping this season, I yo-yo or swing back to the other side. Yeah. Well, also, um, so looking ahead to this week, you've got Nunnery, and um, I know Nunnery is exhausted <laughs> from all the BJs he's received. Um, but we'll see if he has one more regular season energized, uh, you know, situation here. It's a, it's an interesting matchup. Um, I know you're, you know, wanting to win for seeding and all that. Uh, what, what concerns you the most about Nunnery? Uh, I mean, it's going to be Alvin Kamara. But uh, I think Dalvin Cook matches up against him. Uh, honestly, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to be a good week for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, you beat you you went in in points and then getting in the playoffs. I mean, can't like like. Yeah, not to mi- I don't know. You guys probably mentioned this, but Chuck, you got curb stomp this week. <laughs> It's only been mentioned four times. <laughs> I, I was my own. There you I, go. So I, I will say there, with the with the Paul versus that. Charles matchup last week, I, I feel like that's the that's the matchup where I think everyone across the board doesn't want either of you guys to win. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I just true. That's true. Yeah. See, see, Kyle likes to think he's a villain, but I really um, think Paul's the villain. Pa- Paul's like kind of the villain, more so than Kyle. Kyle, we just like to see. We like to see uh, Kyle's misery yeah, more than Paul, anything. Paul's like Russia. Paul's like Russia. Like you say, he's the villain, but you still do work. With him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're still making yeah. trades under the table. Putin Barnhill over here. Vladimir Barnhill. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah. We- Oh, we don't want to see Paul win, but like, here's Ezekiel Elliott and Stephon Diggs for nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Zeke might have been a good poison pill. No doubt, have been. Got to keep playing. Man, if he keeps sucking, then great. Um, yeah, yeah. I hope that. Hopefully, that works. Um, we'll see, man. He, they, uh. He only scored like two points last week, and I, when that happened versus me, I was like, "Man, I'm off to a hot start here." And um, well, yeah, Paul locked up that number one seed too. It was bad. Yeah, he did. Yeah, crazy. Charles had seven yes. guys score a combined twenty-seven <laughs> points. <laughs> that's so bad. Dude, that's. That's almost that's almost as bad as that Craven 30 39 point week. Dude, it's about the same. I only had 68 points. And Nick <laughs> Chubb had 25. Oh my god. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's terrible. And only reason Cole Beasley had 8 is cuz he threw Yeah, you still got a shot of the playoffs. Got the playoffs. Yeah, here we are. And I got Craven this week. So we'll see what happens. Lock of the week. Kyle has Connor. You have Nunnery. Uh, do you have a lock? Oh, of you week? want me to give you a lock of the week? Yeah. Who's your lock of the week? Yeah, Connor gave his reverse mushing, and then Kyle did. The I'm going to give Kyle. you uh, Craven as my lock of the week. Wow. Damn. <laughs> okay. Hopefully, your mushing. I think he's got a strong today, team. So. I'm glad I got James White uh, off waivers because he gave him to me. Well, I mean, I got him off waivers. He, he dropped him to waivers. I can't believe he dropped him. Uh, all right. Um, well, I appreciate <laughs> you bringing that up. I uh, of course, I sat James White on the bench last week when he popped off anyway. And 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 fill us in. Didn't you have a bet before the year with Craven about James Oh, White? I actually had a bet with him about James White and Amy Bola. I forget what they are. They're written down on my phone somewhere. Okay, but that's just funny, and it just ends up he's like he took the James White side. <laughs> didn't he? he drops James White, you yeah, him basically up, did not start him the ball out, week. but you didn't need it. Um, well, uh, I think that's pretty much 
all that we were rolling through here. Um, we can't really go over any waivers yet because even though it's Thursday, nothing oh. happened. Um, you know, I'll y'all can definitely. Um, I want y'all to stay on the line and give some input on some of this. Um, but like Kyle said last week, you know, we uh, we had like the same week one matchups as week 12 this week we have the same matchups as week two um so i thought it'd be kind of fun to to look back on those week two matchups the same ones as this week i'll I'll, 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 uh i'll give you a a Um, teaser i got stomped stomped. (laughs) (laughs) yeah you got your shit pushed in uh Uh, Ridley and Hopkins went off for Kyle, and you're yeah, right, Connor. Kyle beat you one fourteen to seventy seven. Um, Craven and I had an epic matchup with uh, Chubb and Waller winning it for me. Craven had his highest points of the week one twenty seven at one thirty five. Um, great matchup between Vikram and Weston, which we hope to see again. Vikram won one fifty seven to one thirty two. Got to suck having one thirty two and losing. Um. Aaron Jones went absolutely nuts. Um, and let's see. Lick beat Allen 135-99 to 99 with Kyler and Diggs balling out. Nunnery beat Mooney the first time, 143-107. to 107. That's because Kamara, McLaurin, and Carson. And then Paul beat Jordan 142-103. to 103. And interesting to note, Dak Prescott had 42 points. That's crazy. Game. That seems like forever ago. Yeah. Um, now – one thing I think would be important to discuss with all that being said is kind of the scenarios and implications we have here. Um, so Mooney, like you said, Paul wrapped up, look, I mean, he definitely wrapped up the number one seed um, with his points for and his record. Um, so now we've got Weston and Vikram kind of battling for position for the next buy. Um, Mooney trying to move up and win that net 25 bucks plus his money back. And uh, and then it's really a battle between Jordan, Kyle, and myself. Uh, Jordan's a win and in, but he's playing Paul this week. Um, and then basically, we Kyle have to uh, have to win. So and then I think you're like five points, five point four points ahead of me, something like that. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's not just a win, you know. When it comes to you and I, it's like either you win by and outscore me by 10 points or I win and Jordan loses. Um, it's, it's crazy. It's going to be a lot of, um, it's going to be like that, uh, that Zach Galifianakis meme from the hangover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys basically Jordan lose. I think for any of this, um, you too. Yeah, if Jordan loses, basically one of us will be in. And then, um, off points, so. Yeah, so, I mean, like, I could win the last week versus Craven and only score 70 points, but if, if Kyle wins, yeah. you know, I'm going to finish seventh. So, it's going to be very interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, so, we've already kind of talked about who who's playing who. Um you know, as we take a look here at our locks of the week, um, you know, Kyle is now eight and eight on the year. He has battled back to 500. I think he's like on a three game winning streak. Um, we were both five and eight, and I'm an atrocious five and 11 now <laughs> after Lick lost to Weston. Um, <laughs> so, what do I know? Um, Kyle, you may have previewed your lock of the week earlier when Connor was talking about his strategy. But uh, I'm got? saying Connor over me. <laughs> uh, of course you are. No, no, no. And, and, and I know, you know, Connor's already mentioned this about the mush. It has nothing to do with the mush, more so the fact that, you know, we've been kind of speaking this thing into existence for multiple weeks now. We knew that the, the rise and fall of, of me was going to ultimately end up week 13 versus Connor, who's in last place. Like, this is the last hoorah for Connor before he rides off into the Sacco Sunset. <laughs> Runs off to the Sacco Sunset. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be sprinting, brother. This is 
it's kind of like it's kinda, <laughs> it's kind of like in the movie Gladiator, you know, like you've already been wounded, Connor. Like you're limping <laughs> around, but you're gonna stick that knife in me, and then then you start, then, you know, then you, you then you go into the uh, the sunset. So, um, Connor, Connor over me is my lock of the week. All right, um, I'm gonna look at our game of the week, America Goat League game of the week, Vikram versus Weston. Um, I think Vikram finishes strong, and I think he gets the other bye. I'm gonna take Vic this week. Um, I like Weston's team, and I really do. Um, I was thinking maybe CMC could come back this week, and I forgot he had a bye. So um, we'll see what happens with him. You know, it'd be interesting, you know, it'd give Weston another week after the bye if he does, if um, after CMC's bye, if Weston gets the bye. Wow, that's confusing. Um, but so that'll be really interesting to watch. And we've got a pretty good NFL slate this week as well, um, just across the board. Um, Kyle, you got a lock for NFL? I got the Bears over the Lions. Mitch, Mitch Trubisky is starting his second game in a row. Uh, the Lions are absolutely trash. Bears defense is really good. I'm going to take the Chicago Bears over the Lions. Okay. Um, just a recap for because I forgot to mention this. You know, you picked the Chargers in an upset last week. You know, they didn't show up as, as much as they usually would. Um, they weren't quite as charged up as usual. Um, and I took the Texans over the Lions. That was a gimme pick, I will say. Um, and that was going to be your original pick, too. But this mm-hmm. week, I've got Bills over the 49ers. Um, I keep thinking the Bills have to lose one. You know, they're eight and three. But, you know, I just I just like that matchup for them. I think they keep it rolling and, and crazily move to nine and three. The Niners. Um, Connor, Mooney, y'all got I was going to say, Charles, you know, the 40, you know, the 49ers oh, are not able to play uh in California in Santa Clara County. Uh so they're gonna right. be in Arizona away from their families past Christmas. So Next. I'm gonna say that that's gonna take its toll. I, I'll agree with you on that. Uh Bills Bills are forty nine ers. Mooney who you got schedule but my lock is that Tampa Bay will not look at that Tampa Bay. <laughs> And whoever the Vikings are playing, the Vikings will win. I got a uh, your Vikings Jaguars. I think they're playing. You say Vikings, Vikings over Jaguars. Vikings over. Oh, oh, I'm looking at. Okay, never mind. Uh, I got okay. I got Dolphins over the Bengals. Little, little uh, Fitz Magic this week. Gaskin comes back off the IR. Dolphins, and then if the, if the Bills lose, Dolphins are tied for first place. A little eight win Miami. Crazy. Talk to me. And not not to mention, I get as soon as That's I give away Devontae right. Parker, he goes like back to back touchdown hundred yard games for Kyle. He's been uh he's been producing. And shit if he's gonna have to throw the ball game this week. True. True. <laughs> That's a good point. Um well I've got Little, you know, when we don't have Jordan on, I try to do the little betting corner you know, for any degenerates. Um, uh, we've got uh, a few that I just want to mention. Um, I know you mentioned the Bengals losing, but I do like them at plus 11 and a half, um, actually. Um, I, I think they'll be able to, to make that yep. happen, even if they backdoor cover and lose by 10. Um, Raiders seem to always play down to their competition. I think Jets plus eight. I know that's disgusting. Um, but that's a fact. Hard hard he looks so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I never thought I'd say this, but the over in the Browns game. You think it's going Browns over? Titans over 54. I know it's a lot, but I do. I do. I think it could have been – I think it's 54 for a reason. And uh, I think it's, it's going to be incredibly close. But yeah, I do. I think uh, I think both defenses are really starting to lapse. It is it is tractor Cito season in, in Tennessee. In Cleveland. Can y'all hear me? 
I, yeah. I, I only said something five times. Is the game no, in Tennessee. Cleveland? Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, no. Uh-huh. Yeah, it would have never been that high if it was in Cleveland. Talking over me um, the whole time. I can't. Yeah. Nobody can hear me. Uh, we couldn't hear you anyway. Sound like in the bathroom the whole time. <laughs> it's probably because we got seven uh, people on. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but four is the new seven. Um, and then I threw a college game in Boston. Ooh, college interesting. Boston okay, first Virginia. Um, and I don't know if y'all have anything you've looked at. I didn't ask you to. Nah, but you should watch the Queen's Gambit because that show's that show great. Phenomenal. So good. Mm. Another good one on HBO, The Undoing. Fantastic show. It is. Uh, yeah, Connor, right before you got on, we were uh, – I was telling Charles to yeah, watch it. That's really a good one. Good. You can binge that in like two nights, Chuck. That's a good one. <laughs> trying to find my HBO password. Uh, how hot was the um, chick uh, well, I appreciate in The y'all. Undoing, Connor? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's Italian. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, unreal. And it's HBO, so you know what you're Absolutely. Ain't, yeah, ain't nothing fake about it. <laughs> <laughs> the undressing. Thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming during uh, care, coming on during this midday pod on a Thursday. Um, well, good luck this week. Uh, see if we can get everything to come to fruition with uh, Connor and Kyle. And appreciate it, man. Appreciate you guys. I, uh, Connor, good I, luck, man. Connor, good luck, man. I'm gonna need it, Pulling brother. I'm gonna need it for my lock of the week. <laughs> <laughs> see you, fellas. <laughs> see you. All right, y'all take care. See you, Mooney. Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no!